Podcast. Welcome back, guys. We're live Tuesday night, 8.30pm. This is the Big Review Live Show. And tonight's show is the Starnagloss Brand Review. So Starnagloss was reborn again back in November in 2019 with a new face at the helm, Mr. Jack Kavler, a.k.a. Cav. He skipped his way onto our screens and with his charm and creative skills has brought a struggling brand that was only sold exclusively by Shinerama back in 2010, has now made its way across the pond famously launching at TRC SEMA in the explosive secret reveal by the hands of the rag company. So from the brink of extinction, just like its parent the Dodo, Jack has used his creativity and brought us game-changing content which has left the detailing community tuning in and racing towards the checkout. So Starnagos was reformulated, repackaged and reborn, <laughs> and the whole range took it on its new look and new direction. Starnagos claim you won't find the same chemicals in other bottles or you'll find yourself paying a hefty scene tax because these products are currently on trend. What we're going to look into tonight on the big review in this brand episode is we're going to look into the new refined format, looking at brands as a whole, not just the reviewing based on the product performance. So some of the brand criteria we're going to be looking at is the customer service of the brands, we will look at the websites, we will look at the marketing, we will look at the packaging and the pricing, an overall uh, feel of that exact of that brand. So we will go around individually as we normally do as a group, as we reformulate, we'll be asking different questions and adding different criteria. And we're going to be going around looking at pricing, labeling, directions, safety information. We're also going to be discussing the performance, the ease of application, cleaning power if it's applicable, the durability, the styling, the gloss. So let's bring in the gang, and don't forget to play along tonight in that long enough chat. If you've been using the Starnagos products, you could also come on as well and have a conversation with us about the products we're talking about tonight. So let me bring in tonight's panel. We've got a few newbies on the fence tonight, which is which is always nice to enjoy a new co-host system. So we've got, as always, the trusty Gillywash. How you doing, Nick? Good evening. Yeah, all good yourself? Lovely, mate. I'm lovely. I'm grand, mate. Victor, how you doing, mate? Our Hungarian warrior. How are you out there, mate? Are you well? Yeah, I'm not too bad. How are you, Johnny? Oh, I'm decent, mate. Thanks for asking. The hairy beast, as Paul likes to call him. But we <laughs> call him the hairy housewife. <laughs> Hello, you beautiful lot. How are you? <laughs> we got a new uh, little uh, reviewer in tonight. Uh, he goes by the name of Kyle, and he's Hello, AKA boy. The Burnham. How are you, mate? You well? Yeah, all well and good. Thank you. How are you guys? All right? We are filthy. We're loving life. Well, we're all about it. We still want to come down for wax talk, mate, but we're still living life. We're loving oh, the drugs. Mate, I'll get there. Gutted. <laughs> so welcome to the tonight's show, mate, as a newbie. Enjoy yourself. Take take a break. Chill out a little bit. We can, uh, we'll can we enjoy the show. It's going to be a long ride. And we've got another one. One of my old pals, my old sparring partners from back in the day. We used to do just some absolute bangers of Instagram lives. We used to do the Friday night show, didn't we, Brom? Bromage, Ryan Bromage from Bromage Details. How are you doing, my son? I'm very well. I'm very well, thank you. No problem. Bromage is probably going to be our uh, our our little mole tonight. He's he's Jack Cav's right hand man, so uh, he's probably going to be uh, reporting back for duty. <laughs> I'm only teasing, Brom. You know it's all love, brother. So welcome to the t- welcome to your uh, debut, mate. Welcome to yeah. the show. Are you excited about tonight? I am. Yeah, thanks for the invite. Appreciate it. You're welcome, mate. You're always welcome. So, guys, let's start off with the Starner Gloss review. So, this is the brand review. This is episode five, the live show. So, let's talk about the first things we've been talking about. We talked about this in the uh, in the chat. We've been looking at. I've been looking at some other ways of improving our reviewing panel. Looking at more of a criteria. Let's have a little discussion before we crack on with the individual products we're going to be talking about tonight. 
the customer service, the website, marketing and branding, packaging, pricing. What do we feel about Starnagloss as a whole from the outside looking in? As a brand, when you're looking in from the outside, as soon as you go to the website, you can tell it's classy, can't you? And you see the bottles the, and everything. Branding-wise, you can't really fault them, can you? They're unique and classy. No. They're very obviously Scandinavian, they? they've got that very sort of white Ikea-y look, but it's effective, it really is. You're, you know quite a lot about this brand, surely, surely, Darren. Yeah, so I mean, pretty much they are, obviously, the, the reason they have the look they have, they have, obviously they've got Cav behind it, but they've got a great team behind them, obviously they've got the Dodo Juice team behind them, you know, it just makes a fantastic, fantastic brand, it really does. So far, Instagram, Starter Gloss are popping a really big, nice 40.9k followers, which is... Uh, Obviously, off off the back of those amazing reels, uh, amazing videos. Yeah, it's uh, no surprise how the brand has grown from 2019. What do we think of the media stuff, guys? Is it the big thing for the big seller? Does it help? Oh, definitely. 100%. The brand is Cav. Cav is the brand. Let's be fair. If you've never seen Starnagos before and you come across one of his videos, he just makes you want it. You know what I mean? And even from then, you know, I would buy anything what I've seen in the video is just blindly because yeah. I think it's it's very, very engaging and I really like the stuff is going behind as a marketing by Kev, yeah. to be honest. And then obviously when you see him using the product, he's, he's, he says how it is and he doesn't care what he says and he's very honest and open. So that's just, it's just a massive, massive marketing sort of strategy from him and it's working. It's absolutely fantastic. It really is. There's definitely, it definitely makes a huge difference. I mean, one of the things I looked into when I started doing content is, uh, is obviously, you know, personality when it comes to your brand makes a huge difference. And uh, as we've been watching the progression of, of Stana Gloss and, uh, and Jack, the process, it's, uh, it, you do get excited when you see a new reel and they're all always polished and, and really well done. But it's... I also think they're very enticing to watch. <clears throat> yeah. Thing is, they're very, they're very in your face, very punchy, but also very informative. It's enjoyable to see, like you said, it's a nice product, product marketing technique as well. I, I think it's relatable. It's very relatable as well, which they're is what fun we like. as well, aren't they? They've got a fun aspect to them. I think one of my favourite ones Cav did was, um, I think it was the leather cleaner one, and he was saying about not needing leather balm because you don't see Miss Daisy in the field. You know what I mean? The colour <laughs> of the cow and all that. It just made me laugh. I love that one. It's like it's like blind by the wax for black paint when it's clear yeah, coat. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Works really well on black paint. It's not black, it's a clear cut, but we, I get what you're trying to say. And then the feeling is, you know, when you when you watch any of the videos, he's going just deep enough to not go deep enough, if that makes sense, you know? It's 100%. just... Yeah, yeah. definitely. Brom, you know Jack a, a lot better than we do. Do you want to give us a little bit of an insight into that? Yeah, so where I am at work, he's, he's, he's in the next village, really, from me. When you when you look at it from the outside in, you look at it and think, how the hell does it all come from, from where it is? Amazing how all of that comes from there. And obviously, if you saw the pictures of all of the pallets that went to the rag company in America, that was all done there on site, bottled, labelled. Yeah. yeah, really impressive. I mean, yeah, and I, and I knew Dom of Dodo Juice before before I met Jack. But no, he, he's a great guy. And he, yeah, and, you know, people will ask me, you know, does he know what he's talking about? Yeah, he does. He, he does know what he's talking about. And what he's trying to do is simplify. You know, you get some people... Some product, you know, some companies that have like 50, 60 products and four products might do the same thing. He's not trying to call people out, but he's trying to say to people, yeah, you know, some of the products might be a bit more expensive than than the equivalent, but it will do two jobs. He's trying to simplify the range so that it's easier for people that don't know what they're doing. It, may, it makes it a very easy way of, of cleaning your car. And I mean, for me, for people like me, I, I work in the automotive industry. 
and I get people in, in my business when he comes in to pick up parts, like when he's getting parts for the Mini and stuff like that, they don't do cars, but they knew who he was for his videos. Yeah. It, it's amazing that they're not they're not into cars, really, but they know him from social media. So it's it's funny how he's re the amount of people he's reaching that ain't even interested in cars or even cleaning cars as well. So it's, yeah, and I, I think the thing is when you get involved in doing content like i'm i'm in the creating world now doing content i'm learning my feet jack's definitely the guy you look up to when you when you want to make content it definitely sets the benchmark and there's different ways of getting your brand out into the market and i think it's been a nice progress for the brand but one of the things when i was working back at savs and i, I did meet jack uh, when we had dino's van down to, to do his to, to polish his vehicle is that you know it's felt like it's what you see is what you get which is really something you really want from someone when you when you look up to someone making content, you want to meet them and, and, and still feel that kind of like they're down to earth and having a chat and passionate about the brand, passionate about their products. And I definitely think, you know, two people that stand out for me in the creative content world is Absolute Valet and Steve, who does some fantastic videos. And, and Jack, you know, for me, it's like when a big video comes out like for that, it's, it's amazing. And there's different ways for me on how to promote businesses. But I remember when I worked at Savs, that Savs had all the Starner Gloss bottles at the, on the back wall because it was like, it was a brand that he wanted on the wall that looked like, it looked premium, if that makes sense. He would hardly use the bottles. He would use all the uh, trade stuff. He would never use the Starner Gloss products apart from gummy to put on the tires. So I think from from the word go, you know, you look at the the, the aspects of the brand, It's it's got a fantastic labeling. I mean, the creativity when it comes to labeling, the sleekness of the white color, the, the branding, um, also with the uh, obviously where the labeling works out, the scents, the freshness. Then you add the content on there, and then you have the backing from Dodo Juice and that kind of that team there. And obviously, I'm sure Jack's got a story of how he got to this point as well with his background. And I'm not sure if it was marketing or or, or what part of his. Um, what, it was, yeah. what his actual trade is. I know his background, but I'll let him tell that story. Yeah. I, I mean... also find it's a very professional lineup. When I use the products, I feel very immersed into like his one of his videos. I feel like right. I should be in one of his videos using them, showing them off. Mm. It's so easy and simple to use. That's the beauty of car cleaning, because you are just cleaning the car, basically. And for non-enthusiasts and detailers, it's a fun way to clean your vehicle with just one one product or a wheel. Yeah. Instead of in four multiple products if you know what I mean. yeah definitely we've, we've seen the power of marketing we've had this conversation on on a live recently about substance over marketing and you know there's a lot of brands out there that do a hell of a lot of great marketing but don't back up with the product and it's that, those kind of things so if you if you couple those ingredients together jack's media you know those little catchphrases it's like me with my oi oi because it's got the wallet the skip you know there's those little things that really do make it relatable to, to jack if that makes sense so i can imagine when he went to wax talk he must have been swamped with uh with people going towards him. So as if by magic, all of a sudden, when you do a live on a uh, Tuesday night, Jack from Starnagloss joins us on The Big Review. Welcome, Jack. Thanks for joining us. Can you hear me? We can Hi, hear you. Yeah. Fuck me, I've just found the microphone button. <laughs> hey, there we go. Don't worry, mate. And we there's can edit Kev. this out. Nice to meet you, buddy. Hello. Sorry, I've been listening and I've been getting a bit getting a bit red-cheeked. I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, these are all bigging me up and I can't even say thank you. And then I just uh, dropped on the bottom right-hand side of the screen. There's a little microphone. I was like, oh, if I push that, maybe that might get me somewhere. <laughs> you're there, mate. And you're loud and clear. We've got a full house tonight. We've got eight co-hosts. So I've met you once before, mate. I met you down at Savs. We had a little chat. I was yes, talking about Yes, I, I do about, remember. Yeah, I enjoyed meeting you for the first time. We had a few of your products on the shelf. So talk a bit about your, back, your background, if you can, mate. We'd really appreciate that. So I've always been a salesman. Been a salesman since I was 16, 17. Like cars. Yeah. Never put the two together. 
because everybody at school said, you look, you'll be a second-hand car salesman. And I was like, nah, not happening, not happening, not happening. Didn't want to be that stereotype. Worked for a few different companies, then worked for a detailing brand. Left there for various reasons, and then paired up with Dodo Juice. To start with, Jana was never going to be, I was never going to make videos. It was just going to be the, the faceless brand, a bit like Supreme. It was just going to, we wanted yeah. it to be the arrogant brand that all the kids, cool kids were using, but nobody really knew why. <laughs> and, then, and then you fast forward to March the 20th, whenever it was, when Boris told us all to go home. I was laying on my bed watching, scrolling through social media, and I was like, no one's making anything. So I went to the unit and just made a properly rubbish video on how to use a snow foam lance, mm. and it got way more views than I had followers. Um, <laughs> and it, what it, undeservedly so, but it was just because there was a lot of people that didn't have a lot of time, they had loads of time on their hands. So I just kept going. And then, yeah, the skip turned up, the wallop turned up, the confidence turned up, and now that's all I really feel like I've seemed to do is make videos. Is there any backstory to that, though? I mean, like, my oi, my oi, oi came off just an accident. It came off an accident. It was just something that happened and I was working in Savs and he found, he just found stuff funny. And when he found it funny, I then posted it. I mean, it was like, he was like my, my audience, my, my kind of like place to practice little, little gags, little jokes. My, my background's hairdressing, but sales is like, for me, what I love. I mean, you know, I watched Only Fools and Horses from the age of like five years old, yeah, uh, every day, every night. I class myself as a, as a Rodney more than a Del boy, uh, but mm-hmm. you know. I'm a try hard rather than a die hard. You know, I, I I love to sell. I enjoy the selling. I love being an entrepreneur. I love being involved in business. It really gets me excited. But I also I also want to make sure I'm providing good products. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to be mugging anyone off. I don't want to be selling anything that doesn't that I don't believe in. It's really hard. Are you the same, Jack? Is it you have to believe in what in the mission and what you're trying to do before you can sell it? No, unfortunately not. I can sell shit to someone if they wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to check out then. I've just emptied cart. <laughs> no, that's what makes his job so easy because the product is quite good as well, to be fair. But no, mine's that's good. mine isn't really a sales thing. Mine's more of a is a bending, not bending people to my will. I don't mean in like a manipulative way, but I love watching someone go, I don't want that, and then making them go, I really want that. It's, it's a challenge, good. though, isn't it? It's the same as yeah, same exactly. as doing YouTube and doing Instagram and stuff. I chase the numbers, but I don't. I'm not dictated by the numbers. It's just a, it's just like scoring a goal, you know. Exactly. It's, it's it's that conversion that makes you feel excited. Then you want the next thing and the next thing, and you know. I remember when we stood in Sav's place. I don't know if you're gonna have a, as good a memory as me, but. Garage therapy had a couple of bottles of those on the side, and you turned around to me and said, "These are doing well." And they had just yes. had their shampoo out. He said, "This brand, watch out, because this is good gear." It and, is quality uh, stuff, to be fair. There's, a, there's only a handful of brands that I will big up publicly, but Garage Therapy is one of them. Gion is another one, just because I just admire everything that they do. But yeah, just flicking back to what you said, my job is very, very easy when the product is as good as it is, and that's unfortunately something that can distract me because. I'll make a video, it'll get a ton of sales, but it won't get as good of views as the last one. And I won't focus yeah. on the positive of the good sales. I'll, po- I'll focus on the lack of video views that it got. And I'll beat yes. myself up on that. It seems like I'm, I'm my own worst enemy, really. Yeah. If it performs really well on views, then I'll beat myself yeah. up that it didn't sell enough. didn't sell enough. So I think you've hit the nail on the head there. It is more the challenge, but I seem to find what that challenge is, a different one every day. Yeah, and, and that's the exciting part about it, isn't it? Reformulating, rebranding. You know, I thought you held yourself so well in America. When you've had to wait 18 months to get there and sort that out, and then you have that moment 
it's all about you know like players in football matches and the big moments and the penalty shootouts. I said my bum was going <laughs> like a rabbit's nose. Yeah, you know we could tell because we've seen you a lot, but it was one of those where you held it. You know what I mean? You held the room. Thank I think you. once you got in the car, you started to wipe stuff on cars and wipe stuff off cars. Yeah. You looked like you're coming to your own again. I think so it was, it was. where uh, Anthony started going off about stick air. And I think it was like, we need to move off this one now. Because <laughs> Anthony's having a, having a stick airgasm. Um, you know what it was for me on that? The, the first, I was honoured and privileged, but everybody else that had done the week before, obviously I know you watched it, Johnny, they all done it with someone from the rag company. Yeah. And when it came to me, I was like, who's going to help on me? Your own, like, oh, on you go, on your like, sod. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll have a go. But it was just that that bit. And also what you didn't see off camera, and I, I don't, begrudge this at all yeah. but where they wanted to get the transition from the me being in the bar holding the fuel can to then me being in the studio holding the fuel can they didn't want to run they didn't want to take any chances so there's about 10 minutes of me stood there holding a the fuel can i've got beads of sweat dripping down my face i'm <laughs> gasping for a drink and then it goes action i was like <gasps> i'm literally about to pass out but then yeah <laughs> I made a couple of drugs, had a glass, of, had a drink of water, and then I was all right. But yeah, the first bit, I was like, Jesus Christ! So I'm honestly, mad. honestly, mate, I felt for you because we've all been there, right? We've, I've been there yeah, when I first started moment. doing content creating. I before before COVID, I didn't do any lives at all. I didn't do anything. So this has been a progression of of me trying to improve. And every time, I mean, I did a I did a live with IOD Tell, and I literally there was like 90 people watching, and my mouth literally just dropped off the floor because it literally everyone joined, and it was like what the hell's going on here and i kind yeah. of watched you and i kind of i kind of flicked back to that that moment it's hard to enjoy it and i i could see the kind of there's a there's a balance of emotion of you know your kids are gonna be watching so there's that kind of like you're trying to hold it together because you know this is a big moment and it's also that kind of it where you gotta do your thing right so it's like was that, was that the case was that was, I reading, was i reading too much into that or was that no no, no absolutely right because i was very mindful of my boys because i wanted that to be, i made sure i said hello to them because I, I hope that they watch it in yeah. a few years time and it is a it's a flick between pushing a boundary not upsetting anyone but sticking in people's minds um getting a little bit of information across but not so much that it feels like a hard sell and that's constantly just rattling through my brain um and it is it is hard and i massively overanalyze every video that I do. Um, so <laughs> much we all, mate. It just, like, it takes me longer to publish a video now, now that I'm getting better at it, because I pick all the flaws in it as well. Yeah. Self-improvement. It's a self-improvement. Every, oh. every time you get better, you want more. You want more. You want to improve. And it's it's a difficult one. But just, just flicking over quickly, because uh, we're going to go through individually, and we're going to get some people on as well in the show, because this is quite an interactive thing. So if you've got time to stick around, Jack, it'd be great to get some get some of your opinions. My community is about inclusiveness. I just want the detailing community to come together, always to have conversations about products, about brands, about, sure. about these things. So you've got the great marketing, you've got the great gift of the gab, you've got all these things. But, you know, let's talk about the meat and bones. Let's talk about what the stuff in the in the products. And we're going to go to Gilly for the first product. And you can obviously help us out as well, Jack, with Ooh. these, those kind of things. So Gilly, what are you reviewing tonight? And uh, talk me through it. Yeah, I've used most of the products at one point or another, but um, I've gone for Gummy which is the tire and trim dressing. Fantastic. Straight away, it does both, and it is good at both. It darkens the rubber and the plastics really well, which I showed on a reel this week when I recently yeah, used it on my hand. that one, thank you. No worries. It's a bit weird. <laughs> I'm hardly going to slag it off now, Jack's here, am I? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Gilly, we'll come on later. We'll, we'll edit it out. <laughs> go with it, go with it, son. No, um, so the... 
straight away it's like 12 quid so it's your tire and trim dressing it's all you need to do both and it does give that satin look on on all, every type of trim. Pricing? What we talk about price? Yeah, for twelve pound, which is fair, I think, for a quality product. To be fair, we do do. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but it's if like you're in the off. trade, I don't publicise this because we are not a detailer-focused brand. But if you're in the trade, we do offer fifteen percent off. So it, it lessens it a little bit. Do you know what I mean, it takes a sting out of it a little bit as well. And that's just a if you are in the trade and you can prove it via social media or a website, send me an email and 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 we'll get you set up on a pro account as well. Sorry, just to throw that in there. No, no. Listen, mate, crack on. This is we we uh we we, we need all that information. This is why this is why when I do the reviews, I want I'd, I'd love to have all the brands come on and have a conversation because we're we're weekend warriors, Jack. We're not people who who do this and we we're in the formulation category. We're not we're not manufacturing these products. We're we are the end user. We're giving our experiences based on how we use these things. So it's it's full time though, isn't it? It's uh it's it's the big review. So any any information you've got about your products, fantastic. You know, I'd be the same by the way. Whenever I watch a live, by the way, and someone's using my ceramic. I'm on it like a lunatic, like going, just, you know, 30 seconds, buff it. You know, I'm literally like, you know, yeah. that's the hard part, isn't it, Jack? When you're using products, and you're formulating products, the, the, end, the user is the, is the biggest variable of the most, isn't it? Because the products are designed, formulated do the, to do the job. And then you've got to put them in the hands of people that, you know, there's right, certain, certain things to do. That's why we, um, you're absolutely right. And that's why we're constantly changing the range. Like we used to have a concentrated rinse aid, but it had a, it was massively dependent on the mineral count of people's hard water. So we took that element out of it and made it ready to use. I didn't want to do it because it wasn't cost as effective, but I'd have someone up in Scotland saying, Jesus Christ, this thing's amazing. And someone that's somewhere near a new build development going, this is horrendous. I've got streaks everywhere because um, their mineral count was so much higher. So yeah, it is a constant battle. And it unfortunately always seems to land on make it ready to use because then there's no more customer service. If someone don't buy it because the price point ain't there for them, fair enough. But the customer service line doesn't blow up anymore. So it's a constant battle, really. I can concur with you, mate. I'm, I'm miles behind where you are right now, but I'm, I'm, uh, I'm aiming for the stars. And it, it's, it's those kind of things when you're running a brand. It's trying to, you have to fail a little bit to succeed. You have to, unfortunately, have people use them or do things so, so you can actually learn from those little issues. And also, I feel like I, I, I'm not, I, I don't care if I offend someone. You I do also have to factor in absolute idiots that will try and put a trigger in a in a, in a tire and trim dressing. You're like, mate, it doesn't come with a trigger. The trigger doesn't fit on it. What are you doing? But that, that's that's a good point. And this is something that we're, we're adding layers to the big review now and about talking about, you know, safety information, directions, labeling, uh, performance, application. All the things that certain brands, you know, that Specky's done a fantastic video on uh, on garage therapy and built hammer about snow foams and PIR. And, uh, you know, one of the things that, you know, he's found that there's only two brands out there that he's found so far that actually actually recommend PIR and how to measure it out. So, you know, these things are uh, are quite important, obviously, when it comes to us doing reviews, that we obviously have to make sure we've got the right information on the bottles so that we can actually do it as the punter, if you know, and give our advice. We've had one recently, Jack, where a shampoo didn't work, and they said we well, should be, you should use it for a lance, really. And it's like, well, it doesn't say that on the bottle, so how can mm. we use it for a lance if it doesn't say that on the bottle? So there's there's little there's little things that we're 
we're looking into and and obviously working with brands when we're trying to do these reviews it's important that we get the right balance of two we're not here to try and put anyone's products down just to give the weekend warrior or a detailer or someone just something to to you know hopefully promote the brand and also iron out a few kinks hopefully if the brand from our perspective to look at look at how we see it with our, with our own eyes yeah no, i love that so victor how you doing buddy you good all good. I'm shaking like a five years old. Kev is here, so. <laughs> <laughs> you silly By the way, Jack, I've just got to tell you that we have got a 45% increase in our <laughs> subscribers from Hungary. And uh, from, from Hungary, sorry. Hungary? That sounds like something you can catch, like an STD. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Hungary is pumping at the moment. The good looking boy is, is pulling our weight. So, uh, if he's a little bit nervous, he's, he's the Hungarian warrior. So, uh, Go okay. on in. What, what are you using tonight, then, mate? And I'm sure it's going to be Bobbler. <laughs> yep, it's Bobbler. Uh, I, I... <laughs> I just like the way he says it. I made sure he got that one because I just want to. I just want him to say it. I don't know. Might might Kev say it's right or wrong? But I think I would pronounce it like Bobbler. I, I don't know. That's perfect. The... Perfect. That's that sounds. So yeah, I I used many of the products because I've got that free of charge from Ireland from. Pascal from Vashmidatai, I had to plug that in, <laughs> Johnny, sorry for that, but uh, yeah, today I'm going to talk about Bubbler and I'll try to keep myself short as possible. Uh, what I would say overall, it's a cracking shampoo. What I like about the most, if you are literally just a weekend warrior or just a person who got into cleaning your own car, I think you can't, grow, can't go wrong with Bubbler. And the reason I'm saying that because it's so bulletproof, as we were talking about earlier with the facts, what we are talking about. And what I like about the most in general of the labeling of Stionoglos, it's so easy to digest. It's, it's not in going too technical, if that makes sense, but you get the right instructions, like literally with a few words. And I think it's very, very user friendly and it's very, very beginner friendly, in my opinion. Even though <laughs> I have to tell that it's a shame on me, but I have to tell that, you know, on Bubbler, you have, uh, you know, the cap is sort of like a lid. So you can, you can pop and open it up, uh, which is very cool. And you can either can, you know, push it. Uh, and I just straight just uh, poured into a bucket. I don't know how many, but when I used it, I felt it's, it's something is, is not right because I felt everything was good, but I felt I might you know put too small amount of shampoo into the bucket and on the next day i just tried with the instructions and i used six capfuls of uh, a large bucket of water and the difference you know it was slick the suds were alive and it was so easy to use and then one thing to mention which i think bubbler is is is, is unique in a way and might people don't like straight out straight out the bat because uh, you know it's a gloss enhancing shampoo and if if you are into the car washing uh, scene if that makes sense you might won't wouldn't use something as a gloss enhancement shampoo but and i'm i'm being one of them so i don't really like using some sort of hybrid shampoos but this one has literally uh, changed my thinking about these kind of category of shampoos but I think the wax and sealants components or in ingredients in the shampoo helps to, uh, on, on the slickness on the surface, which is really important if we are talking about shampoos in general. Also, my experience was from a hybrid shampoo is the, you know, the sods are dying out too quickly. But in, in case of bubbler, I was amazed 
because literally after like I, I, I wouldn't like to lie but when I'm filming I usually spend so much more time on the car as you would usually do without filming basically after around 40 to 50 minutes I had still uh, you know sods in the bucket without reviving it and I at that point I was like this is something amazing in my opinion when I finished the contact wash with bubbler the car was so glossy I felt <laughs> I want to use this shampoo every time and I'm not gonna say this be because uh, you know Cavis here we are talking about Stierna gloss at the moment but I literally just as a user I really liked the experience what I I was having from bubbler the labeling we were talking about earlier I think is freaking amazing I really like the style of it it's so simple but at the same time it's unique you have that colorful rainbowish uh, letters in the wording the scent I don't know the words what I can use but it's really really nice with the shampoos you usually get with the some some kind of fruity scent in general but in bubbler the scent is is some sort of perfumey scent and it's so unique it's very very nice and it's something unusual which i i really liked about it uh, price wise mm, yeah you have the 500 milliliter bottle for 12 quid uh, you you can have a sample size bottle 100 milliliter for 5 quid and uh, bubbler also is part of you know the essential box core 4 uh, the four times 100 milliliter sample kit, the gloss wash kit, and the ultimate detailing kit. Price-wise, I can't really say where it stands on the market. What I would say, yes, it's not a high concentration shampoo. The dilution, uh, what you can use, it's uh, from 1 to 400 up to 1 to 600, which is around 40 to 50 mil per use. But I think it's worth the, worth the price. At least for me, it's worth the price. That's our, that's, our, that's our boy. There you go. Told you. He doesn't mess about. I he even started think... that. I'm not going to go too deep. Huh? And I still <laughs> I went. I'll tell you what. He's won every bloody show with those thorough reviews. I'm telling you. That's why we got him on here. Road to detailing. That's that's uh, that's Victor for you. What a great what a great speech. I appreciate it, mate. You didn't fall asleep, did you, Jack? Would you listen to all of that? Oh, I thoroughly enjoyed every word of it. <laughs> <laughs> I know Valet Nova is a big fan of Victor. He literally, all he does is text me little Victor anecdotes. <laughs> Seville is off. <laughs> I, I don't know um, if I just did a bit of LOLO German then <laughs> the, um, the only thing I wanted to chime in on about the price point I fully respect that it's not the cheapest The and we do matter which is the residue free yes. in a 5 litre so I don't as I've said earlier you guys have said for me earlier on and I appreciate it I'm all about a simplistic brand and when I went to market with the five litres I was thinking do detailers really want a gloss enhancing shampoo probably not because they're going to be using a shampoo to then go and decontaminate polish and then yep. protect after so rather than putting both in the five litre I went with the one that was more favorable to the detailer but that does annoy me because I do get a lot of requests for it am I going to do it <sighs> I don't know but fully respect that it's it's not that easy for detailers to get into because £12 when you've got the likes of, well, Simple Wax Suds, I'm gutted that they went actually, but when theirs is eight quid and it's mad lubricated, and then mine is 40% 40, 40 more on top, it's a tricky one to get into. But as you said earlier on, paired with a parlor or a glassiered car, yes. Um, it just tops up because they're, they're all working on the same sealant technology. Um, it definitely boosts gloss more so than on a car with absolutely zero protection as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love it. Absolutely. Thanks. We appreciate you following up with that. We, we really do. I'm going to jump in. I'm going to jump over you, Darren. One second, mate. Just because I know that Paul Dolden's probably on his way to work at the moment. And I know he's been uh, he's someone who's used the Starner Gloss products. So I appreciate Carl for jumping out for just a second. Carl, we'll jump you back in in a minute. Uh, also, the Valentine Supplies. We'll get you back on in a second, mate, hopefully. Um, so, Paul, if you accept the invite, mate, we know what he's like for technology. But... Um, <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> we hopefully can press the accept button and we can we can have it go in and hopefully his uh, earphones are working. So uh, hold on, hold on. Is it the Dolden? Have we got a Dolden in the house? <laughs> Mate, I might be green, but I'm not cabbage. Look, I might be green, but I'm not cabbage looking. As my old man says. <laughs> there he is. Good How evening, are we all? Marker. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well. I'm on my way to uh, sunny Is uh, Ipswichville. Um, off to work and have a glorious, hilarious. Night shift spent with the most oh, amazing people. I, just, I can't talk about them. I just well up. <laughs> We're going to have to see Honestly. some microfibers, mate, if you're going to carry on like that. With that sort oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, brilliant show, by the way. Yeah, really good. I'm really enjoying this. I nearly sped up as somebody was flashing me. Uh, it's unusual. I come across this every year. Now it is about Essex Police. They only do speed traps in, in, the, in glorious evenings outside of a former pub. <laughs> oh, it, mate. All the, people from, mate. all the people coming home, all the locals, all flashing like crazy. I reckon the guy's been stood there for a, a good couple of days. He's, I mean, his taxes <laughs> ran out in his car, Paul Stodd. This is, a, this is a product review show, not, not the traffic report, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I do apologise. Uh, so, you've called the, the wrong travel. show. <laughs> Love it. So, Paul, I know you've used the Starter Gloss products. I know Jack saw it waxed and said, fuck me, you're big. Um... <laughs> yes, that's a couple of people said that. Um, a couple of women said that as well. I don't want to talk about that. Um... <laughs> you, were you wearing those shorts again? <laughs> yeah, that's something. Well, can you imagine that? Sat down doing a podcast wearing some cargo pants. Oh, living the dream, mate. Living the dream. Would have got a round of applause for that. Go on. So, um... What products have you used, mate? And talk a little bit about the brand for us. What, you, what are your uh, I can't remember all the products, but I remember using them on single-stage paint on Harvey's red BMW, so the E28. And, um, yeah, talking about the gloss-enhancing shampoos, I'm not a huge lover of them, but they do have their place in the market. Definitely. Um, definitely. The all-in-one polish was really good. I like that. And the um, I think it was the QD was Ever so good. The shampoos, yeah, they're excellent. They're very, very good. One thing I will say about Steana Gloss is the marketing is absolutely superb. Cav uh, does an amazing job of that. The branding is really on point. And I think I've had so many discussions with, with yourself about people coming into the market and they, they either hit the ground running and they take advice from reviewers and, you know, YouTubers and you know, people like myself. They take it on board and then develop the brand even further to what the punters actually want, or they don't take the criticism, and then they're you know they sort of go the other way. I mean, we all know at the moment that so I'm just pulling up at the moment. We all know the uh, the pricing at the moment is just horrendous because products with the uh, some of the materials being used have just gone through the roof. So that has to be passed on to the customer, and this is what people forget. But there's certainly a uh, uh, for maintenance washes, the gloss enhancing shampoos have their place. But, you know, if you're a detailer, perhaps not so much. You're probably going to go for just a bog standard pH neutral pure shampoo because you're going to be deconning, you're going to be polishing. So it's a bit of a waste of time. But for me, 
you know, with older cars, like the Metro and, and my son's being, well, both got BMWs now. I think they're quite good, to be honest with you. Very sexy looking, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, he's talking about a car on me, sorry. <laughs> Always about you, big boy. Um, but you know what I'm trying to say is that, you know, sex appealing products, we had this conversation, or, or should I say polite debate recently about with uh, Jay from Bouncers about marketing blurb and stuff in, in products. And I, I do believe that the products should contain good ingredients and good formulations. And it then it comes down to the marketing race for me. Who's Who's got the minerals and who hasn't? Because... You know, it's like a client coming in for a haircut and wondering why they've been sent out one side longer than the other. You know, it should be a given that you get a perfect haircut, right? So that's how I look at it in, in certain perspectives. And I think marketing is what sets people apart. And I think also labeling, branding, all these things are massive to make a brand successful as well. Um, so what do you think What do you think about the labeling, the branding, those kind of things? I think, um, first of all, the personality behind it with Cav being a personality in the actual industry is, sure. you know, people, first of all, Relatable. people just, yeah, it's absolutely. And my son, who doesn't actually do his own car dressing, he's got mm -hmm. some bald bloke does it for him. He remembers, he goes, oh, I remember. When you, it spells out the name, when you line the bottles up, he says, yeah, that's the one. People always remember that. And of course the products, but they, they remember Cav because everybody knows Cav because he, he is a personality. Yeah. And if you've got a personality that believes in their own brand, you then trust the brand even more. You know, if, if somebody's just bashing out black labels and they've got a black gazebo, you know, they're going down to Santa Pod or whatever, it becomes very samey. You've got to stay. I think in this industry, you have to stand out. You have to be different. You don't have to be different in a, in a way that you've got to be gimmicky, but there's got to be something there. There's got to be something. There's got to be a hook. But, it, but, but it, it, like I it, think it lends itself to you, Paul, as a creator, though, right? Where you want to make the you want it to be entertainment when they're watching your videos. You want the little yeah. one-liners, the cheeky little chappy from Essex, the kind of this sort of stuff. Any Essex-born people can get away with this cheeky chappy. Do you think? I don't think you know being Specky can quite pull that off at the moment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, but Specky's got his own angle for things. The, the scientific yeah, Specky, yes. that that you know, he's introduced that, which is great. I mean, if you he's, saw he's me, up, and he's, all... listen, he's head to head tonight with Victor, so he better come in with his coat on and give it some. <laughs> we should do a collab or something. Yeah, <laughs> I would love to see that. Um, Jack, you're getting a lot of love tonight, mate. How does it feel to to see how you've uh, you know how people see the Starnagross brand that they're actually it feels like for me that where this show's going at the moment they're invested in you, buddy. It's very still very weird hearing it and it's, I was, it's weird isn't it <laughs> the, i never i'll never ever get used to it and i'll never stop appreciating it but it's probably the only thing that shuts me up normally i'm talk rattle on brows but when someone starts dishing out compliments it's like a bit like mm, uh, thank you thank you thank you very much appreciate that but no i do i do appreciate it a I lot saw, i saw a great quote from jim carrey and it was i'm nobody special but if people think i'm special I'll happily wear the crown and try and wear it as best as I can. And I think yeah. that's a great little anecdote for that sort of stuff because with the mental health stuff I do, you get messages from people saying, I really appreciate you speaking out. And it just it, it, it's something you can't get used to, but you don't want to get used to it at all either. Does that make sense? But you, you, you appreciate it at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. people are invested in you, Jack. So what you're doing, the content you're doing, especially, like you said, 2019, moving into 2020, doom and gloom, the world's going to end. COVID came in, you came in and went, wallop i'll show you what we can do do you know what but, i mean and I, and I and i did the oi oi and it was you know you were doing it for different reasons 
but it, but it ha- it made people laugh, made people smile, and it's nice to be that at the forefront where people are invested in you. So uh, you know, there's got to be a lot of love going on tonight. So uh, the, only, the only problem with it is though, if I decide to fuck this off, I'm stuffed because I could never go and work in Dixon's, can I? <laughs> <laughs> no, because it doesn't even exist. You have to go to Carries or PC World, mate. <laughs> One of them two. Then. I could just imagine walking in there and going, "All right, Johnny, wallop. Want a PC?" Like, You'd buy it I'll though, wouldn't you? Two, son. I'll take two. Go you on. would buy it, hundred percent. Of course, I'd fucking buy it. I'd be all over it, mate. I'd be all over it. So, Specky, welcome to the big review, mate. How are you doing? Uh, well, first of all, good evening. Um, good evening, buddy. It's uh, lovely to see you all here. I'd first of all like to start off by apologising to Cav again um, <laughs> because of my uh, ridiculous comment about uh, all the names of their products being just nonsensical names that sound like they could be products. <laughs> I'm sure. He, I'm sure he, he, you, you said it with love. Uh, <laughs> I said it with stupidity. Let's be perfectly. You honest. said it. With, you said it with Scottishness. I said it with um, basically not actually uh, checking up on these things and not not doing my good due diligence. Uh, Fair to play. be honest, I was just kind of I was you know a bit blown away by the names. I, I was tickled by them. I just thought yeah. these are great. These 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 make me laugh. Innie mm-hmm. for your interior cleaner. Oh, yeah. I, that's great. I like an innie just like the rest of us. I like so, an outie as well. <laughs> so <laughs> that kind of thing was cool. Um, I, I did. I really loved the branding of it. And yes, I got the the whole. Uh, this is these words mean nothing. Completely wrong. <laughs> really did love the brand. I have to reflect on other what other people have said about the branding. It was unique. It was different. No one else was doing anything like it. Loved the whole line up the bottles to get all the name and everything it's no one else has done anything like that there are other brands have got their own style of things auto finesse do the black bottles and the chrome caps uh auto glim do the white bottles with the square bottle shapes all these things you know Sterna gloss have got their own thing so that in itself is wicked what paul said earlier about having the personality behind the brand as well is also a big thing there are not many brands where you will see uh, a person behind the brand coming out and introducing the products. I mean, when else do you actually see that in in this industry at all? No, no. I mean, I, I I did have Ronald McDonald bring me a cheeseburger once, but uh, that that was that's not none the wiser. That, that's a thing that can be captured by you know something yeah. else. A big company yeah, sure. decided to do that, but here you've got a car detailing slash car care brand. And you've got Cav there with this incredible personality doing something that, again, no one else is doing this. And people pick up on that. People latch on to that. You know, I will never, ever look at Sticker again and without thinking big dick energy. Big dick energy. Or as uh, uh, Gilly likes to call it, disco minge for, for women. Oh, my <laughs> Honestly, I'll tell you. I literally have never... I don't suffer with asthma, but I nearly had an asthma attack when Gilly sent that to the group that night on the on the uh, on the podcast. Disco well, binge and a Tommy tank. I hadn't actually smelled this stuff. I hadn't actually tried it or anything. So when we were recording the podcast live at Waxstock, we went yeah. over to talk to Cav, and he was giving it a bit of a spritz to let everybody have a, a, yeah. a an idea of how the other half live. I tell you what, it's is it spaced on an aftershave? I couldn't either confirm nor deny. Well, you copy right, police. <laughs> Don't worry. When we worked at Sav's, Mrs. was a king of the interiors, and she used to love a little bit of stick air on the old mats. 
yeah, he's based he's based on an aftershave, and I'm doing a I'm doing a ladies one later on in the year as well. Yeah, she'll love that, babe. So disco ninja's coming. Ninja. <laughs> She's loving it. it. Won't just be in my pants. She, what's that? It won't just be in my pants. It won't be just be in my pants. She said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to leave this podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's yeah, it's getting a bit clammy in here. So uh, yeah, so it'll be, it'll be awesome. But Jack, what was that like when Gillies put those in the comments section on the uh, on the? Uh, I was, oh, honestly, like, I was in bits. That was, was just absolutely gold. And it was just the fact that they didn't have a clue what you were talking about either. It was just, oh, it was fantastic. It wasn't even on. Because the comment section, when you were doing the stuff on the Rag Company Live, yeah, we was all having banter about that kind of conversation in there. And Dane was just like laughing along with us. And he said, I can't, as he said, when he said to you, I can't post any of the stuff up because we were like literally having a right giggle in the chat on YouTube. And then how did he even get to a point where he's uploading that onto the screen? And I'm thinking, your face is like, no, 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 no. That's brilliant. Absolute <laughs> it was double. like a double bubble. I don't know what I would have done in that. I think I would have just literally melted on the floor. I'd have probably died. Me and the missus were in stitches. I had to share that everywhere because I was like, this is fucking brilliant. Gilly came into the chat and went, um, I think I've just become a troll. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was just feeling a bit silly in the chat. I didn't think they'd actually read it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just it was just so good. Cheers, Becky, for that. We'll come back to those guys in a minute. Uh, Darren, how you doing, mate? Thanks for waiting patiently. How are you tonight, are you buddy? Right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I had to I had to keep down a little bit on the froth, or a little bit on the firm, because as soon as you mentioned Dodo Juice or, or, or Starnagross, Darren does a little bit of sex Steady. piss. Now, we have to be careful. We have to be careful. It's... Uh, <laughs> It's a contagious thing. We don't, we, don't, we don't want to get him overexcited at this time of night, you know. But um, Mate, I'm already there. Cav's in the chat, mate. I've gone. <laughs> I'm already there. Poor, poor Darren at Waxstock. Literally, it was like like he was literally died and gone to heaven, wouldn't you, mate? Oh, 100%. Do you know what? Obviously, Cav didn't come to the meal on the Friday night, but I was sat there next to Dom and PJ, and I was like sitting there like shaking. Was you? Yeah. It's lovely, mate. Do you know what, though? It's lovely. I love that. I think it's great. You know, I think yeah, it's great I, so, to still be I, excited like that. I do. So I, I, looked, I looked up to Dodo guys for years and years and years. They got me into detailing. But when I started my channel, I kind of got into Cav at the same time. And just the, the time I went down to meet the Dodo Juice guys and Cav's standing there. And I'm just like trying to introduce myself to him. And I'm like standing like a little school girl going, hello, my name's a hairy housewife. And Cav just looked at me and said, who the fucking hell are you? We uh, um, we I saw did. it in the chat group. It was like a paragraph, like a, <laughs> like like you like you were writing your will. You were telling us blow by blow, picture by picture. When I sit there and think about it, if someone walked up to me and I didn't know who they were and they said, I'm the hairy housewife, I'd look at you and go, you're mental. And that's sort of the look I got from Cav. And now I'm just like rocking up with quick cookies from my wife, a bit of cake from my wife. You know what I mean? I'll see that Fiat 500 of bar turn, uh, that 500 XL turn up now. <laughs> <laughs> You see him standing there rubbing his hands together. What cake's coming today? It's really nice you still get nervous about these things and get excited because, you know, that's where you're wanting to get your content to go, isn't it? We're doing like a fan club tonight. So, Harry Housewife, what was your product this week? Go for it, man. Uh, I went for Parlour. Go for it. It is a cracking, cracking spray sealant. Um, is it the can... best of anything you've ever used in your life, Darren? Just, just <sighs> check in. I would say it's on par with another spray sealant. I'm not going to bring it up tonight because I'm sure you all know who I'm going to talk about. I would say for its range of spray sealants, it is probably one of the best of its breed. You said that before anyway, so I'm only teasing with you, mate. But yeah, <laughs> oh, no. Um, it's definitely one of the best of its breed. I mean, you you get so many spray sealants that last for three, four, five weeks. Mm -hmm. This one, 
they sort of boast what three to five months i believe it is i have used this on my vehicle before when i got this bottle i wash my car a lot i go for all sorts of crime and road and whatnot and that had done about four months on my vehicle and that's cracking for the sort of product it is it really is yeah um and just the ease of use as well with this sort of product so i mean this you sort of spray it on spread it out buff off job done you know what more could you want you can even use it as an aqua wax i believe i've used this on like a wet panel before sprayed it on buffed it off fantastic at that as well so it's a cracking and product you can use it on and this is again i haven't said this much because i need to make a video on it you can use it on leather alcantara suede carpet it will literally bond to itself and the material underneath and just create a hydrophobic layer. Again, you don't need to buy unnecessary fucking products. Just get one that works properly to start with. Exactly. <laughs> it also works cracking on windows as well. Just don't put it on your front windscreen. You can put it on your front windscreen. The reason that Dodo Juice is so paranoid about that, and I fully respect it, is because you don't know what umpteen amount of Rain-X or this ceramic or that ceramic. So there's a chance that very very slim chance but there is a chance that it could react with something from yesteryear yes. and then before you know it, you've hit the windscreen wipers and you can't see where you're going so, so if it's a the reason i said not to do that so that i had issues with it on my wind because i did put it on my windscreen because i was like that'd be fine on the windscreen i had issues with a hydrophobic glass cleaner i decided to clean the windscreen with yeah this is sometimes one of the issues that they do react in certain situations yeah if you can tell that there's no water behavior on a, on a windscreen and you use a sealant you know that it's you're good to go if you've got water behavior and then you add something there could be there could be something iffy that's going to going to happen exactly that. um, and that's um, the problem Jen, sorry i just need to chime in i really apologize I didn't, it, I didn't know this was happening ryan sent me the link to this as i was starting cooking my dinner i've now that's finished fine, cooking mate. my dinner so i need Don't to have dinner with the wife. hang on um but Kat, before you go, go what are you having for dinner I'm having a creamy spinach and tomato chicken with crispy sweet potatoes. Wait, AKA a good. KFC? <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately not. It's a gusto. Um, yeah. But can one of you send me the link when this is done and I'll have a proper listen at the end of the other half? Is that all right? I no, do no. have a genuine question, though, buddy. Sorry. Cool. The Impala, what is the scent of that? Because me and the wife have been debate, debating this all night and I've said it's Cherry Bakewell. It's just cherry. It is cherry. It smells like cherry bakewell to me. Yeah. Uh, it's the least immature cherry that we could find because there's loads of them out there. That are like <laughs> the immature cherry. It's <laughs> that one making fart noises at the back of the room. <laughs> um, but yeah, cherry. And 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 the um, that is a prime example of something that went up by 10 times in price in the last six oh, months. Oh, God. I tell you what, mate, that's another conversation yeah. for another live. And we'll definitely get you on on that one because raw materials at the moment are shocking. But yeah. Listen, mate. Listen, we appreciate you coming on. Um, nice little surprise for us. We appreciate it. Um, I appreciate you I'll doing. Give you a little, I'll give you a little tinkle when um, um, I'm still left on scene on your in, on your inbox on Starnagross. But don't worry, I'm not offended. It's no bother at all. Um, so when it comes up it, by 2023, have a little look at that and see if you like it. <laughs> Listen, have a good night, mate. We appreciate you coming on, mate. And thanks for the giggle. And I hope you. Uh, Give us your review of our big review. We'll really appreciate that too. I will do. I will Catch you later, buddy. Again, gents, thank you so, so much for your review so far. And I look forward to listening to the rest of them. No problem. No I'll problem. see you soon with some yeah, cake. Okay. Much love. Bosh. Take care. Take care. Bush. Take care. Wallop. So, yeah. So, going back to you, uh, Harry. Uh, durability. What were the claims? So, they claim sort of three to five months. That obviously depends on a lot of things. So, how much you clean your car, road conditions, weather conditions. But like I said, I tried it when I first got it and I got four months out of it. And you've all seen, I wash my car weekly. We do probably 1,000 to 2,000 miles a week. So, you know, it's a cracking product the last four months. 
Yeah. And that was yeah. without topping it up with anything like a quick detailer. That was literally just that washed off, job done. I know that Dolo Juice Futurama, uh, the spray sealant, is uh, it was a very strong product to use. Yes. Uh, nice product to use as well. Yeah, and, um, and Glacier also used the same technology. They yeah. Kev states on the website. Gotcha. Yeah. So I would I would imagine most of the most of the products are very closely similar. Um, not there's exactly. A synergy, the same. There's a synergy. There's a synergy. With them. Yes. Yep. Um, brother, brother and sister, if you like. Definitely. Definitely. One thing that we think about, and I, I I love this as well, by the way. And I'm going to call out Detail Bug Care. I'm going to call out Andy Parry uh, because one of the things I love about and G raised about about white labeled products, which I love actually, and we've heard this a lot tonight on the show. Some people don't care what's in the bottle, but they care about the community and the, the vision and being supporting a certain brand. Yeah. So we talked about this before about marketing blurb and stuff that's in the bottles and stuff, but it was interesting because we know that there's a lot of people out there that white label products. And I know that a lot of reviewers do slam white label products. But what I will say is that she made a great case in question that it was about her community and pulling people together. And yes, she uses white label products, but yes, they are good products. And also, yes, you're invested in me and the brand and as well as the products that makes. So you, you can't invest in someone if the products are not working. But, you know, like I said to you about with what we've heard tonight about Jack, it just goes to prove how people invest their money, where they spend the money in certain areas and how competitive the branding is out there as well. So, uh, so yeah, so the synergy with, with Dodo Juice, you can feel the kind of you've got that oh. Dodo Juice power, but you've also got that Jack's marketing. Right. Turn it into a monster. Hundred percent. They've sort of taken all the new school with Jack. You know the sort of new, the bit that every loves. They've mixed it with the old school Dodo, the good quality yeah. brand. Yeah. They've put them together and they've come out with like a monster. It's a cracking brand. It really you've is. Got the, you've got the classic car crew meets uh, NWA. <laughs> yeah, you know pretty I mean? much. Literally, like, you know, it's appealing to a new audience, uh, which is what I love. So, uh, a millennial brand. A millennial brand. We like this. We like the sound. We like the sound of that. So, welcome to the uh, debut, Brom. We're going to bring you in now. What product were you reviewing, mate, this week? Uh, Glacier. Okay. Talk, to, talk me through it. So, Protection Glaze. I was quite lucky with this one. I got to use it pre-launch. And Jack gave it to me and went, use it how you think. So, it can be put on by hand. It can also be put on with a polisher, which it now does say on the label. It goes on very well with a polisher. It's somewhere between a medium to light polish. But obviously, with it's basically intertwined with parlor in it, so you get four to six months. But I recommend deconning the car first, um, to go through your normal decon stages. Then, I mean, you can do your correction first, then use this on top because it does finish finish down well with with the protection on it as well. But yeah, it's the same sort of sealing technologies found in parlor. But yeah, it's hydrophobic. It's good for water behaviour, helps with drying. But yeah, I mean... It's got that filling capability as well, right? Correct. So, and yeah, there's a car I've put it on, which I still actually need to post the rule for. That's just over four months in, but it is still going. And that is a car that does over a thousand miles a month up and down the A12. So that's still still going on there. I mean, yeah, I by hand, it's good. But I think by doing a DA polisher, it's got quite a lot of scratches in. You can use a... A harder pad, which I've done as well, and it don't get a lot of hazing. And I say it does finish down quite well. I know you're you're someone when you do cars, Brom. You you do enjoy the therapy side of a hand polish. You do. In, I do. Um, would I would I be right in saying that you like you choose that over over polishing? I mean, yeah, it depends really. I mean, I don't mind. I mean, I, I'm nowhere near as good as you with a polisher, but I mean, I know my way around it. I I know if someone wants this doing, I can do it. But I do enjoy the art of a hand polish, and he's got another polish in his range, which is brilliant for that. 
and it's very, very good. But I mean, yeah, Glass Series good. It goes on very well by hand, but I do think it goes on better with a polisher. I really do. But that's not for everyone because it actually, you know, it's a product that goes up against one of the mammoth products in the industry, and that's that is SRP by Autoglim Super Resist yeah. Polish. <laughs> So it's 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 a, it's a mammoth of a of a product. So the fact that yeah, you can you can't point, with with this, obviously Jack says he's not he's not going to be the cheapest. But yeah, you know, when I was looking around at competitors for like this sort of product, this product is twenty pound for five hundred mil. I've done four cars with it, and I've probably still got four hundred mil in the bottle. A little yeah. goes a long way with it, and you have to be quick with getting it on and off. I wouldn't recommend doing it in direct sunlight in any means because um, it does flash off quite quickly. I mean, things like Auto Finesse, One Step, that's 24 quid. Maguire's, similar product, 28 quid. Turtle Wax One is 30 quid. So yeah, it's yeah. the cheapest. I've used the Auto Finesse One, and I've used the Maguire's One, and the Stiano Gloss One is much better and obviously cheaper. You know, and it, and it's good. The instructions are on the label. It tells you exactly how to do it by hand or by polish. It tells you step-by-step, step, shows you what's in it. And it's also quite interesting with all of these bottles. If you peel the sticker on the top right, on the back of the bottle, it's actually got all of the instructions in 15 languages. It's well, sad that I know that, but... I don't know, not at all, mate. to me a long time you, you, ago. Can, you can give Victor a run for his money on the side spot. Don't worry about that. Yeah. We can have a, we can have a specky off, we'll call it. We'll have a start yeah. giving out awards, which would be awesome. Steady. Steady, yeah. ready. Um, <laughs> but no, so, it's good. It's a very versatile product, and I mean, yeah, going with intertwining. A lot of their stuff is used is designed. It's one of them brands where everything complements each other. Mm -hmm. And Jack said about Parlor with carpets and stuff ages ago, and I've tried it, and it's brilliant. But I haven't done nothing with it because he's going to do a video on it, as he said. Mm -hmm. um, and it does work on leather, which is a bit surreal. But it is. I mean, it, it goes just goes back to he's trying to build a brand where. You can have 10 products that does everything yeah. instead of having 30 products. And, I mean, he's not a big, you know, ceramic buzzword man, and he's quite open about that. He's not that sort of train. Um, but, no, he's it, everything works with each other. And, I mean, this product works brilliantly. And, I mean, it's good. And when he, he said try it on a machine, I mean, I tried it the first time. And, I mean, I, when I test something, mm -hmm. and when I test it on my own cars, I've got test panels, I'll test it to... I will use it. I try and use products that have never been used before. I haven't gone to the market that I'll use it like someone would. So you put it on a panel and someone's doing it a weekend and then, oh, what, you got to go in for lunch or the baby's crying. So you've left it on there and I'll leave it on there too long to see what happens. And it is hard to get off once it's baked on. But it's it's all feedback that, that Jack you know, and, and companies need so they can make people aware of when that people are putting it. So it just makes it easier for the consumer, you know, and I try and use it in a clumsy way, so to speak, sure. I suppose yeah. is maybe the, the way to describe it. Just over-exaggerate, leaving stuff on or taking it off too quickly just to see what the difference is in results. But no, it's a brilliant product. But I would, you know, if you're using it with a polisher, you can obviously wipe it down with an IPA afterwards and then just finish it with a detail as well. Works quite well. These products still have a place, you know, when it comes to the trade, when it comes to people, you know, valeting cars on driveways, uh, the in and outs, these kind of things. It has a serious place in its industry. Uh, you don't have to always rip paint to pieces to make it look sexy. And I think that's something that needs to be uh, needs to be addressed sometimes uh, on preserving clear coat and uh, doing these little things because uh, yeah. we're all chasing perfection. So this little product, as much as it is probably something that was used a lot more in the older days, you know, I think it still has a place for where we can. Uh, where we can oh, exactly. 
Yeah, and the gloss levels are ridiculous. And it is, it does, it yeah, goes it back to that where we used to talk, Johnny, about, you know, chasing perfection. Someone pays you for a maintenance wash and you do a three-stage correction, wet sand it and, and everything else. It's exactly. You can still you, make it look sexy do, within the budget. Exactly. You've got to do the job that mm -hmm. someone has asked you to do. And you ain't going to get paid anymore for going over and above unless you've already agreed it with a customer. There's a line, and I think some people go over the line and, and chase perfection all the time when the customer doesn't want that. Mm -hmm. And that's great. It looks good, but in the, the day, it's about pounds and pence. And if, if you're not, if you charge £50 for a £150 job, then, you know, who, who's the winner and who's the loser? Listen, it's a, that's a great review, mate. Really appreciate it. I, I'm looking forward to. It. I've not touched any of these products, so it was great for me to sit here and uh, and listen to you guys talk about it because I do. I've got that kind of spending feeling going on. Uh, I'm putting it in the thing, and I've got not too many products. This is the missus is looking at me across the room, going, "We need to feed our child first. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, the, the, this is what it is about uh, about about detailing. Is it makes you want to lie to her and tell them that you've uh, you got it sent for free. It's for free. I promise. <laughs> Promised it was for free. Did anyone try um, forced? Who's who's anyone yeah, spoke yeah, about forced tonight? I had a lot of like good um, interaction about that video with forced being what yeah. it is. Although I've also had a lot of interesting and maybe controversial things mm -hmm. said about it because it is ready to use. So forced, I use it on near enough every single car I've had it. PH thirteen, I think it is quite a strong product actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, from what I use with, it cuts through grime, dirt. Uh, brake dust, anything that I put towards it, it just seems to cut through it. Even if I have to double up on it a little bit and let it soak a bit more, mm -hmm. it seems to it does its job. And partly with their snow foam snow, I think it's quite a good duo. There are other brands, obviously, that you can dilute. When I've got a maintenance wash and the car's already protected, it's got a wax on it, blah, blah, blah. I dilute the forced. It still does such a great job on, on the vehicle itself. So I use it non-stop paired with another... Uh, pre-wash if I'm running out so to speak so yeah when 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 Dino came down to the unit distinctive detail and popped down to get his van done it was one of the products was doing some videos on and uh, that was when forced wasn't dilutable it was just in a little 500 mil you couldn't even get it in a five liter it just came in a bottle and it was uh, an extremely strong product to use at that time um, when you're doing cars in the winter it's very very necessary to use a really good pre-cleansing uh pre-wash if you know what i mean so uh you know it's definitely got some power and some kick to it my only thing is about the, these these citrus cleaners and stuff as well is when you're using last stage protection when you're using products like sealants and stuff when you are leaning so far into a certain type of ph level it does have a a premature aging on the last stage protection yeah. as much as it looks good to clean it doesn't always mean that that's the best way of doing about it, if that makes sense, because you you are degrading protection uh, as you go. Uh, ceramic coatings, as we know, have a lot better, a lot better of, um, strength to fight against high pHs and low pHs. But when it comes to waxes and stuff, you know, the garage therapy obviously do their decon shampoo. But like I said, forced it, when it's in that pH range, does a really good job of unclogging ceramic coatings as well. But when it comes to waxes and sealants, that could cause for me some little issues in that but have you found that yourself on my own vehicle, I suppose diluted it helps basically diluting yeah, it does help I'd, I'd practice with different dilution ratios and whatnot and use it completely neat uh, on my car before i use it on customers like you said earlier um using it as an lsp does degrade it does degrade the sealants and the waxes a tiny little bit diluting it makes it so much easier to be able to maintain a vehicle yeah 
It's just in one of those situations where the customer's paid for protection and you've said it's 12 months and it only lasts nine. You know, like that's that's down to the detail, by the way, and understanding the chemical process, chemical makeup, these kind of things and how to how to prep these kind of things. And That's why it's good to do your own little research on the product itself to mm-hmm. make sure you're giving the customer full satisfaction and the full value of what they're buying into. There's always a there's always a trade off, isn't there? When you no perfect product out there for every scenario, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why brands sometimes have weaker products and stronger products because stronger doesn't always necessarily mean better. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, in certain yeah. scenarios, for me personally, I've seen it working. I've seen it working in certain environments. I enjoyed the product. I love the color. Again, I think the color really makes it vibrant. I know and that the scent. Yeah, it's like grapefruit yeah. or something, isn't it? It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, and those kind of scents as well remind you of antioxidants. You know, cleansing. It kind of yeah. those invigorating smells. You know, so they kind of go two and two together. So it's it's a really good. It's it's why it's probably been a good product to see. It's an orangey scent because it's got orange oil in it. Yeah, it's is that right? whatever it is. It's yeah, so I don't know how I know that. It's uh, yeah, it's got it's, orange. It's it's refreshing. Well, yeah, it's it got is. orange oil in it. So it's like it's like a um. It's like a sort of citrusy orange smell. It's a different yeah, colour to everyone else's though, isn't it? Oh, no, no. Honestly, I was really, really impressed with it, considering it is a ready-to-use and it's going to put a few people off buying it. People who go for a pre-wash product like that are probably going to go for something that's dilutable. But yeah. I have found myself at times just reaching for the one-litre bottle that I have of that just hanging up that I can just yeah. grab it, throw it on there. I know it's effective. I know it's not going to be the best value for money. I could go and buy five litres of an APC and have it diluted and it'll be far better value for money. But you can't always guarantee that diluting something like that at 10 to 1 will give you the same uh, performance of it. For for what it is out of the bottle as a ready-to-use product, it is incredibly effective. It mm-hmm. could definitely be diluted but I'm really impressed for what it is. But again, it's that whole, I've got to be careful where I use it and which applications I use it for, Mm -hmm. because there's going to be times when I want something that's a little bit weaker. And there's times when I just want to grab a bottle and use it instead of having to go and mix something up. Yeah. I think uh, the best usage that I would prefer using first, first, (laughs) if the car is not coated or there is nothing really any LSP because in that case yeah of course like usually when you have some lsps or vaxes you might losing the snow foam is just as good so you don't need anything stronger like first in my opinion yeah i think it fits in their system when you think of it the range was aimed at enthusiasts or just sort of car enthusiasts rather than detailers to start with Mm -hmm. and they have the snow foam which is for your light cleaning pre-wash and then forced if you really got some road film on there that won't budge so and for removing bugs you can use it as a tire cleaner even wheels if you don't want to use fuel which is a fallout remover you can use it as a wheel cleaner i i think it fits into their system well but yeah like generally for detailers that's probably one that they wouldn't take on so much they would be looking for something better cost per wash yeah that is true I just like, I like messing around with dilution ratio, especially on my own vehicle before, just trying new things out, do you know what I mean? But like I say, it fits in well. It's very simplistic range. Everything's all good to use, really. I had the, their full lineup to do a machine correction stage, Fiesta ST that I put on my page. I couldn't fault the range at all. Like, there's no products that I would think that needs to be like, looked at and done again. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, it's, it's such yeah. a good range to use. And I used pre-wash all the way to Glacier and the uh, slipper wind work. It's beautiful, little layer of protection. Sort it right out, and the thing is, it's a, it's the same as it's the same as the garage therapy products, right? It's okay to blow smoke up brands' asses if it works. 
right? You don't have to find, you don't have to be a reviewer and always find the negatives. You don't always have to look for the, for the it's like a pundit in football. Like you can save every goal. Do you know what I mean? If it works, if it's brilliant, if it looks the part, I mean, you can tear it. You can find little bits and pieces here and there for certain products to do certain things. But from the feel I'm getting from tonight is it's just a really, really successful brand. And it doesn't surprise me from 2019 to where we are now in 2022 that they've got them in the rag company. They've got them in all over the country. You know, it's it's a brand that's building in, in, in more and more countries. That You know, it's about celebrating a brand, celebrating a brand's success, right? I have to admit that there's been times when I've used their products and I haven't found them to be, I haven't found everything to be brilliant. And it's rare to find a brand out there right now that every product on their lineup is perfect for what you need because we it's all just have not our possible. preferences. It is not possible. No, and it's I like everything. Yeah, I tried most of their products when uh, Cav very kindly sent everything up to me, and I still have most of them. And there were two products that I didn't get on a hundred percent well with, and that was Parla and Tiara. Silke. I think no, no. Tiara, Tiara was okay. I didn't really mind that one at all. But Silke and Tar and Parla were mm-hmm. the two that I actually had the most issue with. Mm-hmm. But that was me personally, and that's mm-hmm. my individual application that exactly that's that's but, that's, you know, that's i found that's it. that the the detail in spray uh, silky was very thick compared to most others that i've used you have mm-hmm. to use it very sparingly mm-hmm. to get the best from it whereas much others that i'd used much comparative products they were they were different i could i could use them like yeah. an idiot and still get good results the same with um with Parla, I found it. It was a good sealant, but I found it a bit fiddly to work with. But Futurama you know, is the same, Specky. Futurama is the you same. Saying, I, I keep thinking you're saying Futurama, not Future Armor. Future Armor. <laughs> I, I am saying Future Armor, and I keep forgetting. Like, it's my it's my doldenness coming out. I haven't Future used Armor. I haven't Sorry, used mate. enough Dodo juice, so I don't know what Future Armor is like. But yes. um, obviously, Dodo. But when I when I first used that, that was the first spray sealant I ever used. And I found that every time I was drying the car off, do you remember your car, Vicky, when I was when I was uh, using, I used Futurama on your car and it just left spots. Uh, yeah, it left spots on the vehicle and I found it fiddly to work with and I had to use a wet cloth to level it and stuff. But what it did do is it, it, it lasted the protection length it said it was going to do. Whereas yeah. other products have fallen off the hill. Do you know what I mean? I know that on your podcast with Garage Therapy, one of the reasons why they didn't like wet coat products is because they fall off the earth. They work, yeah. they work, they work, and then they fall off the earth. See, I do listen to your show, mate. I do listen. Oh, bless you. Well, I think this is the thing, though. You guys were talking about using forced and how it can have an impact on your uh, protection products, your LSPs and so on. Mm-hmm. I don't ever look at an LSP and say to myself, well, that's protected. I'm leaving that alone and not touching it for ages. I'm going to top it up somehow, some way. I'm going to put something on there, mm-hmm. whether it's... Uh, as you guys mentioned before, bubbler, if you've got a gloss enhancing shampoo, something mm-hmm. that adds yeah. a little bit of something to your paint. I think the whole purpose of maintenance of your 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 paintwork, maintenance of your car, mm-hmm. is not just I'm going to stick a 12-month protection on it and then just wash it once a week with a shampoo and be done with it. You're going to throw something else on top of there periodically to keep it topped up. And that's where these wet coat products have their place. They're not yeah. expected to be a replacement to a wax, to mm-hmm. a long-term sealant, to a ceramic coating right. or anything like that. They're designed to be quick top-ups. 
But the thing is, when it takes a nosedive, you know it'll only take you a couple of minutes to be able to top that right back up again. And if you do that once every three or four washes, you have to then question yourself, do you actually need a long-term protection at all? And I think this is something that I'm going to go into in a white lab coat video in the future, oh, is do you actually need that. LSP at all? Do you act is it required? Because it's now so easy. Every practically every detailing spray on the market has some form of protection. If that's the case, why do I have to go around the car and wax it, seal it, or coat it? Yeah, no, totally agree, mate. I, it's hard for us because we're we're obsessed with the bloody game. Do you know what I mean we're obsessed yeah. with putting something on it? It's like feels like it feels like not you know like when you eat a donut you can't lick your lips. It's impossible. You know when we're doing our cars, it's like do I just wash it with shampoo, dry it, and walk away? For us as reviewers, as, as people who love this industry, it's bloody hard to just go, oh, that's yeah. done. Do you know that's what I'm trying the, to say? That's but the cherry on the top. From basically. a customer's experience, they haven't got, they don't care. They care enough, but they don't care as much as we care to sit on the podcast and talk about the price of everything. Do you know what I mean? And talk about the actual ingredients and stuff. You know, there's a lot of people out there, and that comes from the back of my hairdressing experience because a lot of people come into my, my salon and they want to look really, really cool. They want it to look really cool, but they can't do their own hair. And I've got customers that I've done their cars and they wash their own car and go, that's bloody hard, isn't it? And I go, it is bloody hard, but it's easy now because I've learned it. But you have to teach them how to do more. Do you know what I mean? They're looking to try and get the car clean and get out. I think it's like Victor just said there. Victor said it's the cherry on the cake. You see, everyone sees that to be different. For me, the cherry on the cake is not the, the LSP. For me, the cherry on the cake is the little final flourishes what am I thinking of here? Like the, the cufflinks situation and shiny shoes. I'm looking for uh, all my black plastics to be dressed, all my tires oh, to be gotcha. dressed, and my glass to be cleaner. Those little things make the biggest contrast in the difference. Having a clean mm. car is just, you can have a clean car. Mm -hmm. But if you've got a, a clean car and your tires are still a bit brown and your trims are all still a little bit faded and your glass isn't perfectly clean, then it's not good enough. But if you've got a fully clean car and you've been around all your black dressing, all your all your, your black trim, your rubber trim, you've dressed all that, you've cleaned your glass, you've dressed your tires and so on. That is the final flourish. That's the cherry on the cake for me. So I think everyone sees it a little bit differently. Yeah. But yeah, if you've that's got an average point. Joe that wants their car to be valeted, they are not going to be asking, by the way, what LSP did you use? They don't care. So you could get away with hitting it with a detailing spray that has some three months protection in it. And you're still yes. laughing. Well, I, I agree with that as well. And I had a customer, I had someone text me the other day saying the customer was upset that there was no beading on your on your ceramic on their windscreen. And I was like, because it's how does the customer know about beading? How does the customer know if you don't educate? I've got to educate you first <laughs> to either educate your customers. There's certain things, you know, some detailers insist and the customer wants this and the customer wants that sometimes. And it's, that's a whole different conversation for, for this review. But it's interesting, isn't it? And what you're talking about, about the cherry on the cake and these kind of things. We got we've had a situation in the unit where I left a smudge on the rear windscreen. And the customer phoned up. We did so much work on his car and he got upset with the glass not being clean. So you're talking about LSPs, talk about these things about the cherry on the cake. Definitely from a definitely from a meditative experience as us as detailers using the products. I think LSP is the kind of like when you stand back and look at that car and it wink, 
it winks at you as you look back at it. It's kind of like the that's the sauciness. But it is, you know, for you, Speck, it's probably just crossing the I's, dotting the T's, dressing the tyres, making sure everything's looking nice and neat. Is that right? Yeah, everyone's got their preference. You know, some people want it to be waxed or something or mm-hmm. or deep with a uh, some sort of all-in-one polish to help. For me, is a clean car with a bit of a detail and spray on top is great. And then create the contrast with the rest of the bodywork, the tyres and so on, and the, the plastic trims, the glass yeah. and all that kind of stuff. That That is for me, but... In a situation oh, like that, yeah. it's a subjective situation and it's what you personally like. And you can't always guarantee that if you've got a customer, a paying customer, that what you like is the same as what they like. No, it's I, really I, interesting. You've as a if you're gonna be doing this as a business, yeah. you have to be very clever about asking the right questions of what what it is they want and don't push your wants and your likes onto them. You've got to let them decide about this. Uh, Ivan LaCroix said this back in Waxstock 2019. He said, you go to a restaurant and you ask for a hot dog. They won't bring you a steak. That That's what you're asking for. You're not mm-hmm. expecting something different. You can't mm-hmm. say to a customer, what's that? You want a valet? No, no, no. What you want is a detail with a full mm-hmm. you know, three-stage paint correction and then a full ceramic coating. Mm-hmm. That's pushing your preferences onto the situation. So as a, someone that does this as a business... Or even maybe if you're just doing it for friends and family, you've got to figure out where the line is for your end user rather Definitely. than what you as the person doing the work wants specifically. You've got to it's just, it for what they it just want. Go, it, yeah, it just goes to show how talk about forced, uh, we went on to a full customer service breakdown. I'm <laughs> 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 far away from the brand review talking about LSPs Sorry, and all sorts of stuff. Technical. No, 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 it's not you. No, but no, listen, it ebbs and flows podcast. It's just how it is. But we're gonna get back to um we're gonna get back to the Star Gloss review and we're gonna go to Harris. Harris, welcome to the welcome to your first jumping on, mate. It's that time. If anyone wants to jump on, have used any products, balloting supplies, Paul, is your mic working? He's winning with the engagement as well, by the way. He's absolutely killing it um on the engagement. I just want to read out who's going. Harris Mobile Detailing, 406 on the engagement. Go on, my son. How are you doing tonight? Alrighty, so, um, how are we? Unbelievable, mate. So talk to us tonight. What's your product from Starner Gloss you want to talk about tonight? So my product from Starner Gloss is, uh, is Huled. Huel. This was a product I bought a little while back. I went to my local detailer who's also got a little shop. Mm-hmm. And I was after some wheel cleaner and um, I was after just a dedicated wheel cleaner because I had the fallout and he gave me uh, the Starner Gloss stuff to use. So I picked up a five litre, uh, which I paid forty four ninety nine for. Okay. Um, could have picked up a one litre bottle, but that was about sixteen ninety nine. So I thought for the cost, it was more cost efficient to pick up a bigger bottle. And when I used the stuff... I felt it's a good product. The smell I felt was a bit potent. I don't know whether whether anybody else has Stings the felt that with it. It does. You can definitely taste it in the back of the throat. Mm-hmm. That's um, what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. Go on. <laughs> That's all right. So with it being obviously a dedicated wheel cleaner and a fallout, mm-hmm. it does the job well. It cleans the wheels. And obviously with Starner Gloss being a for the weekend warrior, the hobbyist, 
whatever else for it being an, an all-in-one is a great product to have mm-hmm. but from a detailer point of view i don't always use a fallout on the wheels no so i felt having that fallout in there was for the price it was good but if it was just a dedicated wheel cleaner it was a bit cheaper then it might be something i'd carry in the back of the van sure and that's exactly what we've said before about fallout removers on wheels is that if you are you've got a ceramic coating you've got these things on there you know you don't need to all the time it's caustic it does a lot of things to the brakes it does a lot of things to the, the suspension parts something that we spoke to garage therapy about these these issues which is why they brought out a wheel shampoo but performance wise how did you find the performance of the product the performance was great obviously used it just on the the alloys um didn't use it on the tires use a pre-wash and apc on tires but i it would probably work well on tires being a wheel cleaner as well as a fallout but it was something i didn't really want to use on tires um but the performance was great it was a set of gloss back wheels using that product with a uh, wheel mitt brought them back as gloss black from being the satin black yeah that's good has anyone else used Huel? yeah yeah, yeah I, I do I sorry <laughs> I used both I used on wheels I used on paintwork and it does a cracking job in my opinion I also used on tires as well and in my personal opinion and based on my testing I used Huel on tire then I hit first on the tires and there was still something to remove so it didn't clean fully the tires but the good thing about it Huel is as Harry said contains wheel cleaning ingredients as well so it's not just purely a fallout remover and on the paintwork I think what I faced so sort of to talk about some relative negativity mm-hmm. is uh, as a reviewer <laughs> you touched Johnny you touched this uh, subject before so as a reviewer and then Specky also says it a lot uh, as a reviewer you have to find every single part <laughs> you you break apart things and you have to talk good things and bad things or relatively bad things yeah. uh, it's more or less an attention like when i used it on a paintwork and if you are a windy circumstances as the product i think it's a m- more or less like wet kind so it's not like a jelly kind it's more likely a wet kind in my personal uh, tests and i had to be careful to don't allow the product to dry on the surface I felt around four to five minutes of dwelling time uh, is the is the right time at windy circumstances. The smell, yeah, it's sort of like a <laughs> the same kind of rotten egg smell, but I think it's uh, it's weaker than the other fallout removers I tried mm-hmm. so far. I agree, and sometimes having that smell just means that it's really it does work. <laughs> it's got it's, yeah. You want it to be in there rather than not in there. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yes. Um, a lot of fallout removers as well double up. Does Huel double up as a, as a, as a, for paint and for wheels? Yes. You, did you say so, that? Yes. So you can use it on wheels and you can use it on paintwork with good. no issues. That's good, and that simplifies the process as well, which is what we love. So what are we thinking, guys, all together? Then let's let's round this this up because uh, it's been a good show tonight. What have we thought about the show, guys? Have you enjoyed the show? Yeah, I've enjoyed listening to it. Very good to be interacting as well, and it's very very nice of you guys to invite me in. No, we appreciate it, mate. Thanks for coming on. It's uh, We never know where the direction goes. It's it's a live show. It's uh, There is a structure, but there isn't a structure, if that makes sense. We try we try and structure it as much as we possibly can, but you have moments of, in the show where things happen, and I didn't know Jack was going to come on. Lots of stuff going on. So you can prepare in your mind for something, and it goes elsewhere. But, you know, we, we try and encourage all people from detailing to come on and have and share the experiences. We we put the uh, post up on Instagram of what we're going to be reviewing, what we're going to be talking about, and we, we enjoy people coming on. Don't you agree, guys? 
Yeah, definitely. Yes, absolutely. Get different voices on each week, and yeah, he have different points of view. Yeah, it's and it's building nicely the podcast. You know, we've we've now hit over a thousand downloads, which is unbelievable. I think nine hundred ninety nine that come from Hungary. I think Victor keeps listening <laughs> to the podcast back just to see what he sounds like. Yeah, just a quick note: if someone listening from Hungary, please the DM me on Instagram. I would like to thank you because I do not know who is listening from Hungary, but please yeah. let me know or let us know. And we also want to, we've got a lot of Victorisms. I know that Valo Nova's a big fan of yours. So if Valo Nova's listening, tag Victor in your little isms because it'll be funny because Victor loves a little Victorism because it's uh, it's cute, it's funny, and it's it's all good for banter. And uh, But yeah, no, we're all about, yeah, yeah, Mrs. is like Team Hungry, but she's actually hungry, not actually hunger, Hungary. <laughs> My missus also said in the, in the chat, which was quite funny, and I wet myself because we we're talking about talking about what the cherry on the cake is, and she said the cherry on the cake for me is an air freshener. Hashtag basic. <laughs> <laughs> She's a killer for a new air freshener. She loves them. She's always nicking them out and robbing them out the back of my back of a shed. She absolutely loves them. Listen, guys, this has been a fantastic show. We've managed to cram in a lot tonight. I'm going to really hate you guys for editing this one. <laughs> but no, it's flowed really, really well. It's really important. We've we've picked a really good brand to represent. It turned into the uh, it turned into the Cav Appreciation Society. Um, there was autographs signed at the door, which was pretty impressive, which we loved. When someone is good at their content, when someone is good at what they do. It's okay to congratulate him because doing content's really, really hard. Running a business is really, really hard. Putting yourself out there is really, really hard. So, you know, I know that Gilly's doing really well with, with his content as well. And Victor's coming on here. And Harris, you're even getting involved now. And it's it's so nice to see people um, getting involved in these conversations and feeling confident and coming on as a community. So, um, yeah, great show. So what are we going to give this one then, guys? Is this, you know, the, the Starner Gloss products... I'm sure there's a few products out there that we've, we've not got involved in. So if you're listening into the show, have your say. Let us know down in the comment section what you think of these shows. Always leave a comment on the Podbean app if you're listening on Spotify. Don't forget, you can also subscribe to the Podbean app. I know that it's 50-50 almost. So people using uh, the Podbean and Spotify apps. If you are on Spotify and listen to this, head over to the Podbean app. Download the Podbean app because it's really, really functional. You can come and join us on the shows. We normally do a Saturday night at 8.30 p.m. So stay tuned. Don't forget to subscribe to all of our Instagram pages and just let us know what you think of the show. So thanks a lot, guys. This has been the Oi Oi podcast. Oi Oi. I want to say a massive thanks to all the guests, the co-hosts, everyone who's been in the chat tonight. Really appreciate it. And we're going to finish off with, let's see who's won the engagement for tonight. Let's have a look. So this live. Harris Mobile whacking in there in first place with 258 for the engagement. Gore, my son. Mitzi Beaver, 105. Gillian with 65. And Gloss JDM in at 62. Victor in at 62. And even my missus is in at 50. So great shout. I had a great show. Really appreciate it. And uh, we will see you guys in episode six. And uh, have a good night. Take care. Love you all. All the best. Mm-hmm.